0: Hello everybody and thank you for listening to the Football Betting Podcast, your home for tips, insight and general football talk for the English Premier League and Football League and today the internationals. I'm Tom Pipkin and I'm joined by my co-host Tom Walker.
1: Hi guys, welcome to the international special.
0: Yeah, so we're back again this week with an international special as Tom says. No Premier League, no championship this weekend, so we're back with the uh, the rather boring international scene and then League One and League Two full fixture list. So like a knight in shining armour, they're coming to save the day, aren't they? Because the internationals are so boring.
1: Yeah, and it's a two-weeker as well. Like This one is an absolute killer. But a yeah. Premier League, no Premier League football for two weeks. That two bad. weeks. What are we going to do? Struggle. What, what are, going are we to... going to do because i'll tell you one thing buddy i'm not watching some of these games that are coming up you... i'm not watching kosovo <laughs> ukraine i'm not watching you know all these teams that are uh, that are pretending to be footballing nations i'm not watching cyprus greece
0: you don't fancy kazakhstan not... armenia
1: no macedonia liechtenstein no get it out i want <laughs> premier league football We'll do what we can. Um, quick word on last week. Came very close, didn't we? Very
0: close. That Nottingham Forest, of all teams, to scupper the bomb-proof treble. Obviously, you had on your treble Sheffield United. Went one up really early away at Forest. And then Forest, inexplicably, couldn't believe it. They actually ended up winning
1: 2-1. Yeah, crazy. I honestly thought when... Uh, I think Lundstrom scored after yeah. three minutes. I thought done. Yeah. I thought I honestly did think, okay, perfect. Good start for the treble. You know, Sheffield United, good side. They'll kick on. Um, you know, maybe exploit some <clears throat> some gaps in Forest as they chase the game. But yeah, yeah Forest rallied back and and won two one. Yeah, they are capable, but, you know, I thought Sheffield United would go there and uh do them in no problem but this wasn't to be so uh yeah like you said full fixture list league one and two and a smattering of opportunity in the international scene so let's see if we can bounce back
0: absolutely so we'll begin this podcast uh, with the internationals and we'll run through thursday friday and saturday's games we haven't got odds available yet for sunday and monday so just the first three days of the internationals we're going to go through. Let's start with Thursday, and that is where England plays Slovenia. So England are 3-10. to 10. Obviously not that attractive um, at that price. We should win. So I'd probably look yeah. at minus one on the handicap for this, and that is evens.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: do you fancy it?
1: Uh, I do. I do. I mean, with Kane in the form, he's in. How can you not fancy us? We're at home. Uh, Slovenia are nothing special, are they? No. Um, so, so yeah, I, I think you know that's a good shout. To be honest, you know this is a really, really big incentive. You can get qualification wrapped up, and I don't care who you are. You got to be in it to win it. And you know we all remember two thousand and eight when you know we weren't even at the uh, yeah. at the tournament, and it it just felt empty. Yeah. It just didn't feel right. So, uh, yeah, you know, I'm hoping that we can. Uh, yeah, I'm hoping we can sew it up.
0: Definitely, do you reckon Harry Kane's the right choice as captain?
1: Yeah, why not? Why not? Uh, I don't know what he's like in the dressing room or anything, but on the pitch, he seems to have good fight. Yeah, um, he's one one of our best players, so he's you know he's going to be in the team for years to come, and he's going to hopefully start you know pretty much every game. So. Yeah, what,
0: what about you? What do you think? Yeah, I like it. What I didn't particularly like was uh, Southgate rotating captaincy every game. I think it kind of devalues it a little bit. So I'd rather you just stuck with someone like Kane. Kane's fine by me. You see it with kind of Portugal, Argentina. They've got Ronaldo and Messi, their best players, as their captains as well. Kane, arguably yeah. England's best player. So if he's going to be the talisman. Not-
1: then. Yeah, there's all there's all kinds of different um there's all kinds of different captains. So you have like uh you know, you have like a Roy Keane or someone like that who's just raw yeah. passion and, you know, fight and kinda of leads by example. You can have people like Marco Van Basten, uh, who are, you know, like tactical captains who are essentially it's like having another manager on the pitch. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like having your number two out on the pitch, and then you have players who, you know, like Messi. You know, we've we've seen before Argentina in a huddle. It's Mascarano or someone like that who's who motivates everyone. Uh, but yeah, let's be real, yeah. it's Messi that inspires people through his ability and performances. Yeah. So, you know, there there are different kinds of captains. You don't have to be just you. Know, you don't have to be just a shouty. No. Lu- lunatic um, <laughs> yeah to be a captain it's, n- it's not all sunday league
0: no you're right um i think kane's a good choice so anyway is there anything else to do with the england game that you fancy odds wise uh, on from a betting perspective
1: no not really to be honest england games unless they have a slight challenge like when they're away at scotland it doesn't really interest me just cuz the odds and stuff like that i mean yeah yeah, yeah.
0: um on to the other Thursday games, though, moving swiftly on. Do you like the look of anything else?
1: I'm going to I'm gonna pluck something out. Um, yeah? it's, I was doing my research earlier um, and I came across this game and I did a bit of research into it. It's a bit random and I'm looking at Syria. <laughs> okay? Jesus So. <Jeez laughs> so, so, yeah, that is random. I'll pluck this out of nowhere, but okay, so let me give you a little story, most of us including me until a little while ago would not have even thought of Syria as a footballing nation Um, however, they are facing Australia in a playoff game Um, so they have to win this playoff game uh, over the two legs and then they're going to have to play a team from the Concacaf uh, qualification so they're, they're no, no way, you know, they're not certainties to be at the World Cup, but this mm-hmm. is as big as it gets. This is their biggest game ever. One yeah. thing I want to let you know is it's played on neutral in a neutral stadium due yeah, to the uh, makes unstable nature of the country. Yeah, um, but I've been looking at Australia's form. Australia have won one in their last eight games. That's bad. And they're really, really struggling at the moment. Um, I spent a bit of time out in Australia, and you know, I I try and follow some of the football over there. Uh, there seems to be a little bit of a cloud um, over the national side at the moment. And Syria, you know, th- this is the best they've ever done, and they haven't lost in their last six games. Nice. Two wins, four draws. They're fifteen to four. Technically, they're at home. I'm not sure where the game's being played. But I'd just like to throw that out there as uh, you know, a little bit of value. And I I fancy Syria to, to get a good result, maybe a one 0 win. Um but yeah, that, that's just something random that came up that I thought I would share with the Profit Chasers.
0: Yeah, that is very random. <laughs> I came in just thinking we're just doing Europe and then <laughs> but there we go. If there's value. Ooh, that's then... the thing. Yeah.
1: That's, yeah. I was I was looking at uh, <laughs> I was looking at purely Europe and then I saw that game, and yeah, I fancy Syria after doing my research 15 to 4. I think it's a very good price.
0: Okay, yeah, I'll certainly be having a little bit of that then, I think, tomorrow. Uh,
1: what about you? Let's let's come back to uh, come back to Europe and
0: bring it closer to uh, home, shall we? Um, I've only really got one, and that is in the Northern Ireland versus Germany game. Northern Ireland are 12 to 1, the draw 19 to 4, and Germany 2 to 7. Big favourites, as you'd expect. I think Germany are going to win here, and I'm going to tip the half time full time result. And that is Germany to be winning at half time, Germany to be winning again at full time. And that's 17 to 20. And I'm tipping that because they've been in front at half time and again at full time. In every single one of their eight qualifiers so far.
1: Wow. Wow. That's a stat and a half.
0: Yeah. So,
1: Kudos. Good lad.
0: So there you go. That's just under evens for that to happen again.
1: Yeah. I mean, that sounds uh, sounds pretty good. Like you said, you know, Northern Ireland are no pushovers. But when you look no, at no. Germany, played eight, won eight, scored 35, conceded two.
0: Struggling, aren't they?
1: It, it's insane it's insane Um, Spain are the only ones that are, Spain and Belgium are the only other teams that are in the qualifiers that have hit 30 goals, so yeah Germany, I'm going to uh, take us away from Europe again, this is the kind of depth that we have to go to when it's the international scene and we only have two domestic leagues to choose from, so People who have followed the um, podcast before may have seen that we have tipped Bolivia on a few occasions, only at home. Okay, so here's the science behind the Bolivia tips. And it's because they officially play at the highest altitude of any nation in world football. Their home record is absolutely fantastic. Their away record is bloody diabolical. So they're playing Brazil. And I know, yes, it is Brazil. I'm aware, you know, one of the best teams on the, in the world. And I'm not saying Bolivia are going to steamroll this. But just listen to the last four results at Bolivia. Okay? So in Bolivia between the two. Bolivia three, Brazil one. Bolivia one, Brazil one. Bolivia 2, Brazil 1. Then there was a very, very unscripted, un, unexpected Brazil win. They won 4-0. <laughs> However, I'm saying that Bolivia, on an outside bet, perhaps with Bolivia-Syria double, Bolivia a 16-5. to five. So, you know, there's some big prices there. And I'm not saying it's a guarantee, but it's worth a couple of quid.
0: Yeah, uh, just to also add on to that, Brazil have already qualified for the World Cup. They're through. So there's not that much riding on this for them now. So maybe they won't take it as seriously as they would any other qualifier. And just to run through some of Bolivia's recent home results. So their last three home games, they beat Argentina 2-0. They beat-
1: Which is a game we tipped.
0: Yeah, we tipped that. Um they beat Nicaragua 3-2 and then they most recently beat Chile 1-0. So they've knocked off some pretty handy teams there.
1: Yeah, definitely. And like you said, if uh, Brazil have qualified, maybe there'll be a bit more of a relaxed attitude. Play um, a few seconds.
0: string um, you know, you know, players.
1: Yeah, yeah. So uh, definitely something that I would potentially have a look at there.
0: Yep. Um Moving on to Friday then, shall we? Are there any here which stand out, catch your eye?
1: So, yeah, one thing I had a look at on uh, for the Friday night games, uh, I know you have something that you would like to add on to this, Tom. Yes. Um, but, yeah, I we were both looking at Turkey and Iceland. So that's a big game in Group I. I didn't even know it went up to I. Um, but in Group I, you've got Turkey in third. They're on 14 points. You've got Iceland in second on 16. Croatia are top of the group. Um, they're on 16 as well. So level on points with Iceland. Uh, Croatia got what looks like a routine home game against Finland. So this is a really big game, especially for Turkey, uh, to try and catch them. Yeah, You're looking mm-hmm. at Turkey at evens. The draw 5-2. to 16-5 for Iceland away win. I like the look of both teams to score. 19-20 uh, to 20 for me is a very decent price for both teams to score. Turkey have scored 12 goals. Iceland has scored 11. Uh, that's in eight games. So it's not a, not a bad ratio. Um, and I just think the magnitude of the game and Iceland, are certainly no pushovers away from home. I can see both teams to score there.
0: Yeah, I can see that. I would also like to add that I think Turkey will actually win this game. They need to win, as Tom said, if they want any chance really of overhauling Iceland in the table. They've not actually lost at home since June 2016 and they've won the most recent three there. Uh, the most recent of those wins being a home win in the qualifiers against Croatia. So probably the best team in that in that little group, you'd say. So I think uh, for me, maybe not so much Tom, but I think they're a decent price to win at evens.
1: Moving on, do you have anything else for the uh, Fridays?
0: So one more for Friday that I've got: Georgia Wales, and I'm going to put this one down as a draw, which is twelve to five. So Wales are playing away at Georgia. Georgia haven't actually won yet in the league in the in the group so far, uh, which doesn't sound good on the surface of it, but like Wales. They've drawn a lot of games. Um, Wales, obviously, are going to be without Gareth Bale. I just can't see Wales winning, to be honest. They've drawn five so far of their eight games. Georgia have drawn five of their eight games.
1: Just on a lighter note, Georgia Wales sounds like a girl that I used to like go to school with. That's That sounds like a girl's name, Georgia Wales. Yeah, when you first said that, I thought, who the hell is that? Um <laughs> But but yeah, regarding Georgia versus Wales, um, I think the draw is a very 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 good tip. Like you said, um, you know, in the last in the last twelve games combined, so Georgia's last six and Wales' last six, there's been seven draws. Seven draws over half. So yeah, yeah and and without bail, I think they lack like a little bit of a little bit of magic. Yeah. Um, who's going to step in perhaps robson canu or maybe woodburn will start um yeah i think a draw is a, a good tip yeah um, but they need to be careful because Ireland are fully on their tails yeah they are it's uh, setting up nicely actually that'd it be is. an exciting end
0: yeah so draw for me here 12 to 5
1: um oh for me that's Friday done. You ready to move on to Saturday?
0: Let's move on to Saturday.
1: All right, buddy. What you got for me?
0: Okay, so for Saturday, I have got what I think could be it. Well, my main tip for Saturday is an outsider tip. And that's Cyprus like at home to Greece. Okay? And Cyprus... Okay. Cyprus are 15 to 2. So... In their home games in this group, Cyprus have beaten Bosnia, Gibraltar, Kazakhstan, they drew with Georgia, and they've only lost to Belgium. Greece haven't won an international match for nearly an entire calendar year, so they're in pretty dreadful form. Um, if Cyprus are going to have any chance of qualifying whatsoever, they have to win this game. They're four points behind Bosnia in second place, so this is a must-win for them. Um, so I think with their fairly strong home form in the group so far, Greece's dreadful overall form, I think 15-2 to two could be a good little outside price.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, very, very comprehensive argument. Um, I... I can't believe Greece. I didn't know they had won for nearly a year, Yeah. and they're still hovering in third in the in the group. Yeah, like you said, this do or die for Cyprus. Um, a draw won't even won't even matter. No, nope. um, sounds like a lovely little outside tip.
0: Yeah, um, I like that. So it's not something that you'd put a lot of money on. Again, like with the uh, the Syria tip or the um, the Bolivia, Bolivia. tip. Just, just a couple of quid or stick them all in a double or a treble because the returns will be massive and you just never know.
1: Yeah, no, I totally agree, buddy. Um, I think that's a, a good little shout that you've picked out there for sure. Moving on, um, we're going to go into group H. I want to ask you, Tom, about on the surface, would you tip Belgium? They're top. They got twenty-two points. Uh, they are qualified for the World Cup, unbeaten, scored thirty-five, conceded three all campaign. They're away at Bosnia, who are in second, a point ahead of Greece. So it's a big game. Yep. Belgium thirty-one to twenty. Would you tip that game?
0: Um, on the surface, I I would say it. They seem like a pretty good price. Um, are you going to dissuade me?
1: Let's dig. Okay. Dig, dig. Belgium's record, they've never won in Bosnia. Okay. Ever. They have their last four results. They've lost 1-0, lost 1-0, lost 2-1 and drew 1-0. Now the 1-0 was this year, uh, I believe it was back in April. And yeah, it just looks like a little bit of a banana skin for me. But with these teams that are already qualified, you never know the mindset. You never know yeah. the are they going to be protected, and then people thrown in yeah. you know, who don't, you know, who aren't as good or whatever. And when you look at Bosnia, it's a straight fight, pretty much a straight fight between Bosnia and Greece. Cyprus are on the on the edge, but uh, looks like a straight fight between. Uh, Bosnia and Greece can you go against Bosnia with that kind of desire and that that need?
0: I don't think I would be betting on Bosnia whatsoever um, I think this is very much a game to avoid for me
1: yeah banana skin
0: yeah banana skin definitely banana yeah, it's, skin I just
1: wanted to let the profit chasers know you know that um, you know, there's more to this than meets the eye so yeah I'm not tipping Bosnia but I'm just saying you know, if you're going to pick Belgium, perhaps wait for the team news. That's what I would uh, recommend
0: yeah.
1: uh, with this kind of scenario. Would you agree?
0: Yeah, very sound advice, mate. I think, definitely. Yeah. So apart from the potential banana skin at Bosnia, Belgium and the outsider for Cyprus, Saturday's pretty shit, isn't it?
1: It's dead, mate. It's so dead. It's so, so there's, dead. There's nothing... Like Andorra, Portugal, and uh, you know, and even the favourites like France away at Bulgaria. It's it's just the odds and everything are just they're just not worth it. Yeah. So uh, yeah, for me Saturday is pretty dead out, um, and it's it's time to move on to the domestic football.
0: Yeah, I'm so glad there's domestic football, League One, League Two, because betting is one of the highlights of my Saturday. And if there was no 100%. League One or League Two and it was just this absolute tosh of international football <laughs> <laughs> there'd be a gaping hole in my weekend. <laughs> it's
1: it's it's so true. Um I I can't thank God enough for fantastic games such as Doncaster Southend and Cambridge Wickham and Morecambe Crawley. Oh, yeah. I can't I can't be more grateful.
0: Oh yeah absolutely so let's go into league one shall we um it's a pretty tough week in league one this weekend actually
1: yeah it is so i'm going to kick us off with a old favorite of mine with a twist okay so most of you will be aware uh, that you know listeners of of the show when we started in february you know all you consistent listeners You'll know I love to tip a Bradford home win. And why not? They've got one of the best home records in the entire football league. But they're away this weekend. So I was a little hesitant. I was like, oh my God, Bradford are away? Like, What do I do? They've not got the easiest of games. Uh, They're against an MK Don side that are, you know, they're kind of just ticking along quite nicely. They're in 10th. I tipped them last week. Uh, and they won last week Um, but Bradford's home record is very well documented did you know Tom Pitkin they are unbeaten away from home this season
0: are they? no I didn't know that actually
1: did you know they have gone and beaten Peterborough away 3-1 they've gone away at Oxford and drew to all they've gone away to Jimmy Floyd's Northampton 1-1-0. one one nil, yeah. They they're unbeaten away from home this season. It's actually ironically at home where they've dropped more points.
0: Yeah. Wow. No, didn't didn't so, realize
1: that. Yeah, didn't know, didn't realize that. Didn't know that. Uh, like I said, it's not going to be the easiest of games. They're away at tenth place MK Dons, but if Bradford are serious about finally getting out of League One, they've got to go out there and and beat MK Dons surely.
0: Yeah, yeah, they do. They've the win against Peterborough is impressive because Peterborough started really well. Oxford's not an easy place to go. They've started started reasonably well, so yeah, that's really impressive. And you're right, they've got to be beating teams like MK Dons, those mid-table teams, if they really want to be pushing for the top two.
1: Yeah, we've got a uh, MK Dons. If you do fancy the home side, at seventeen to ten. You've got the draw at twelve to five, and you've got Bradford at six to four which is a decent price, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah, not bad at all. I'd like to throw in there a team that I'm slightly scarred by because last time I tipped them, they went and lost to Walsall at home, and that's Oxford. They're at home this week to AFC Wimbledon, and they're 23-20. to Oxford have been on a pretty poor run for the last few weeks. Um, a couple of losses, a couple of draws... But then last weekend, they had a really impressive 4-1 away win at Peterborough. They were 1-0 down at half-time. God knows what was said in the dressing room at half-time because they ended up scoring four in the second half. Um, But whatever was said, say more of it this weekend. Um, (laughs) Do more. (laughs) Yeah, just just (laughs) do more. So, AFC Wimbledon have only won one game in their last seven. So they're poor travellers and they're on poor form. Um, And I think if you factor that in, with the buoyancy that Oxford will be feeling after hammering, you know, playoff candidates Peterborough four-one away, uh, I think Oxford are a decent price at twenty-three to twenty.
1: Yeah, yeah, I can hundred percent see that, Tommy P. Uh, good shout there, mate. Thanks, mate. Um, I would like to uh, make sure that people are aware of a banana skin. Ooh. Okay. Rotherham United. Sat in 8th, and you'd be thinking, travelling away at 17th place, Rochdale, that that would be not an easy win, but a game that they should win. And I agree, they should win. Uh, You know, Rotherham, uh, despite your thoughts, Tom, are going to be in the top half of the table (laughs) from the end of the season. Um, But they massively rely on their home form. Massively. They have three points to show for their efforts on their travels this season. And that is one solitary win away at Portsmouth. They've been beaten in every other away game that they've played this season. Wow. Uh, they are shocking travellers. Wow. Um, yeah, shocking, buddy. So I would not tip Rotherham at all. I just want the Profit Chasers to know that if they do fancy a Rochdale win, it's 6-4, to four. the draw's 12-5. to five. And if you do fancy Rotherham to pluck out an away win, from absolutely nowhere it's 17 to 10
0: nice good little bit of digging there mate because uh, on the face yeah, of things yeah. you look at the league table um, probably a bit of recent form and you think yeah go for Rotherham. but no yeah nice. but
1: sometimes there's more more than meets the eye tom
0: that's right mate that's right that's why we're here
1: exactly let's um, let's talk let's talk Fleetwood like what is going on with Fleetwood? They're, they've tumbled a little bit they've, they've fallen down to 11. Um, you know they're, they're not really the hot team that we thought they would be because no, they, they were they were flying last season, weren't they?
0: They're flying last season. they started relatively well actually this season, but I'd say Fleetwood are probably the biggest conundrum of the entire Football League. Um, if we just look at their last six games, You've got a win, loss, loss, win, loss, win. Who knows who's going to turn up on the like? Which fleet was going to turn up on the day? They they probably don't know. It must be so frustrating for the supporters and the manager because it's so inconsistent.
1: So inconsistent. They've got a fantastic opportunity to notch a victory. They've got the hapless Plymouth Argyle. Um, They've got Plymouth away. Might I add? They're seven to five away at a team that has won one game in 11 and has conceded 19 goals and is on five points. Yeah. So it's a huge opportunity. Seven to five is tempting, but like you said, it's very Jekyll and Hyde with Fleetwood.
0: Yeah, very.
1: Um, If you do fancy Plymouth, uh, I don't know if you can in any shape or form, they're nine to five. Uh, Big disappointment for me, Plymouth, you know, used to be in the championship, or what? Maybe two thousand and seven, two thousand and six, around that era. Um, I thought when they came up, they kind of uh, do a bit of a, a Portsmouth, you know, kind of mid-table. Don't look like they're in big danger, but they've been awful.
0: Yeah, they have. It's not really helped by the fact they've had five red cards in their eleven games so far. So they can't keep can yeah. Can't keep eleven men on the pitch.
1: Yeah, that's an issue. <laughs> that's an issue. issue. When you spend half of your season a man down, that's, it's a huge problem. Yeah. Okay. I want to get a little word. Okay. We are leaving it till last. Shrewsbury.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Shrewsbury Town. Yeah. They are still unbeaten. 11 games. Still. They've won nine, drew two. Incredible. They've scored seventeen, and they've let in seven. They're four points clear of Wigan Athletic, who I believe were second favourites behind Blackburn
0: for the title pre-season. Yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah,
1: Um, Shrewsbury, me and you, we said at the start of the, uh, the start of the season, our little season predictor, they'll be down there, oh, and we didn't even say. But, you know, they might have enough to get out of it. We just said that they're going to struggle. We
0: wrote, we wrote them off, off, didn't we, straight away.
1: <laughs> straight away. And it's continuing. It it won't stop.
0: No, it won't stop. Last weekend, they had a great win at home to Scunthorpe, who had tough, tough opposition.
1: Yeah, they are. And the, the week before, they had a way game at Doncaster. Doncaster, you know, they're not Barcelona, but, you know, they're... It's, it's another away game in and you kind of you you're just waiting for them to to uh waiting for him to falter 95th minute winner um yeah I mean is it gonna continue away at warsaw this weekend
0: well there's certainly tougher places to go this season aren't there but
1: yeah I mean if you do fancy the Shrewsbury dream to continue you can get them at nine to five it's great, almost two obviously. to one
0: Great odds. As we've been saying for a number of weeks now, because people don't expect them to be up there, they're great odds week after week after week. Because um, we got a 3-1 away at Doncaster the other week, didn't we? Yeah,
1: we did, yeah. Um, so, you know, they Capitalise on this while she can. Um, yeah, I, I fully expect them to go do it again. I, I don't see any reason why they won't do it again.
0: No, nope, nor me. Yeah. Um, Wolves sort of got a habit of drawing at home recently. Um, they've drawn three of the last four there. But, you know, the Shrews are just a different kettle of fish at the moment. They're just defying every expectation. People just expect them to lose every week. They're not losing. They just keep powering on. And it's, it's so impressive. And I think great odds at nine to five.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, I've finished with League One. I don't know about you.
1: Yeah, I think... Uh... I think that's it really uh, for me. Um, the big big opportunities have uh, been discussed and it's now time for League Two.
0: So on to League Two. And there's one absolute standout game here for me and that's Notts County at home to Forest Green. Um, County are one to two. So it's not an amazing price, but it's a much better price actually than I thought they'd be considering County are top and Forest Green are bottom.
1: Do you think that's due to the fact Knots lost their last game and Forest Green won their last game? Do you think that swayed the bookies just slightly?
0: Possibly, but um, I can't see it having any any effect on the outcome of this game at all. Kevin Nolan's going to want a response from his players after losing to Mansfield, so they're big rivals. So he ain't going to take any shit like that. He's going to, demand that they perform in front of their home fans apparently it's going to be a packed out crowd for this one um, I think you tweeted Dean yeah, that Forest Green have taken like nine fans or something <laughs>
1: um, yeah I think it was um, I think it was Tuesday morning the Knox County chairman tweeted that they'd sold seven tickets Jesus Forest Green Rovers seven um, and <laughs> Not so expecting a crowd of over fifteen thousand, yeah, which is gigantic for that club, and it's it's fantastic to see. And yeah, I couldn't agree any more. This is the biggest banker of the football league this weekend.
0: Yep. Yeah. So considering we think it's such a banker, I thought I'd have a little look into the handicap market, and there's great value to be found here. Um, minus one is seven to five, which is good. And then minus two is a big four to one. So I could easily see County winning this like three nil, um, something like that four one.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. They've got one of the best players in the league in George Grant. Um, he's been absolutely sensational. See the spread. That's even going back to last season when he joined on loan. Yeah. Initially, uh, he's been just incredible at that level. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they just seem to even though. They're strikers, you know, they're, none of them are really capable of scoring, you know, 20, 30 goals. You know, it just seems to be a, a team effort and they all chip in and they're a threat from numerous positions. It, yeah, it's it's definitely one that everyone should be back in this weekend.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, are there any more that stand out for you, mate?
1: Yes. So I'm going to go for the early kickoff. Um, I think you will totally agree with me here, Mr. Pipkin. Yep. Um, we're looking at the Sky Blues at Coventry City. Yes. Uh, Coventry, they're away at Barnet. Now, underwhelming Barnet at 18th. Um, no wins in their last six. Uh, Coventry, however, they've won four of their last six. They also, by the way, have the best defence in the whole league. By five goals. Wow! They're the only team that's not conceded double figures yet. They've conceded six goals in eleven games.
0: That's really um, impressive.
1: They're not hugely entertaining. You know, they've scored fourteen, which is probably an average amount for eleven games. And you can get Coventry away at Barnet at seven to five. Um, so I think that again is a uh, is a d- decent price.
0: Yeah, I like that, mate. Plenty of decent prices, actually. I think around. This weekend if you you know they're not not many I'd say bang on clear cut games but lots of decent prices Um, another one of which I think is Exeter away at Carlisle and then 9-5 to so they're they're the outsiders for this game and they're nearly 2-1 to Um,
1: what a joke by the way what an absolute (laughs) joke who the hell is making their mods up
0: I don't know but I'll happily take them (laughs) Um, Oh yeah. So Exeter had a little bit of a blip. They lost to Coventry and to County. Um then they brought it right back last weekend. They won four one, I think it was at home to Morecambe. Um Carlisle, they've won one game at home since August. That's pretty poor home form. Exeter traditionally over the last couple of seasons have been pretty handy away from home. I think they had one of the best away records in the league last season. Um, so 15 to 8 is pretty good.
1: Yeah, 100%. I had I had exactly the same as you, buddy, um, in my notes. I had extra written down. And, uh, yeah, fully expect them to go away to Carlisle um, and get them a victory. Um, Carlisle, uh, they, they seem to kind of rely on their away form, actually, um, which I always find peculiar. But, uh, yeah, not the best lost their last two and drew one of their last three. So, yeah, not not the best in front of their own fans.
0: Nope, not at all. Um, another one who I think should win, but I'm not going to bet on them or, or tip them, really. It's Stevenage and their away crew. Um, crew have lost six in a <laughs> row, so they're, they're in shoddy form. Um, and it would just be typical that having lost six in a row, crew now win because I've tipped Stevenage but there you go 29 to 20 Stevenage should win this one
1: yeah for all the profit chasers um, who are new to the show Tom is actually banned from tipping or betting on Stevenage because he ruins it for the rest of the country Um, (laughs) it's one of those things that whenever Tom goes for Stevenage it just doesn't work out I've tipped him before and they've won but, uh, yeah. you know won pretty comfortably, um, and even if I have them on my bomb-proof treble, which I did maybe last week, a yeah, week week, last week before weekend. that, last weekend, yeah, you didn't bet on them, did you? I gave you my y- your own special treble to yeah. bet.
0: Well, you you gave me Exeter, so they won four-one. <laughs>
1: there, there we go, there we go. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's looking nailed on. Um, it's always difficult when they go away sometimes, but. Yeah, six in a row. Six defeats in a row. Imagine what that's doing to the crew dressing room. Oof. Yeah. That would be rough. Not good, Um, not good. Moving on, I'm going to go and have a look at Lincoln. Now, I'm looking at Lincoln with... I'm, I'm slightly concerned. So, on the surface, you're looking at Lincoln, who are in 11th. Remember, this is their first season back in the Football League for... Donkeys, he is. Yeah. So you know they're doing all right. They're in mid-table. Um, they were like second favourites to get promoted or something ridiculous like that. But this is a more realistic position. Chesterfield, a second bottom. Uh, they're level with bottom of the league, Forest Green. Uh, they're two goals better off. However, um, instead of conceding twenty-six, they've kept it really tight and conceded twenty-three. <laughs> um, however. Jack is back. He is. Jack Lester is the new manager of Chesterfield, and they actually won their last game as well. Um, it was the Football League trophy, so you know, don't read into that too much, but it was a way of Rotherham. Uh, League one, top half of the table side. Um, so a little bit weary there, but you'd still expect Lincoln to, to win, wouldn't you? Would you go against new manager syndrome?
0: Um, I wouldn't bet on this game whatsoever, to be honest. I don't think Lincoln have been strong enough at home to warrant odds of four to seven there. Away form's been really good this season. Home form, a bit more patchy. And then when you also factor into that, the the new manager syndrome, uh, yeah, for Chesterfield, I just wouldn't bet on this at all, mate, to be honest. Yeah,
1: I think, you know, Lincoln... Lincoln haven't been too bad at home. Um, I'll read. i read out a few results. Actually, they Lincoln two, Barnet one, uh, Lincoln nil, Mansfield one, Lincoln nil, Luton nil, Lincoln four, Carlisle one, Lincoln one, Morecambe one. So I get what you're saying. They're not red hot, but also I think there's only one defeat there as well. So yeah, um, you know it. It's not perfect. Um, you know we're looking for wins draws aren't going to help us on saturday but uh yeah i think that could be something decent to tip uh 4 to 7 like you said is a, is a crap price but uh
0: 4 to 7 is nearly the same odds as notts county at 1 to 2 and if you're going to put your money anywhere you've got to put it on the 1 to 2 for county rather than the 4, four to 7 for yeah. lincoln for me
1: it's, no you are spot on are there Definitely. any
0: more which take your fancy?
1: Unfortunately, not. Um, I'd love there to be a few more, uh, few more teams that I'd love to bet on, but uh, I just don't have them. So, uh, for me, it's time to move on to the bomb-proof treble. Okay, guys. So this is the world famous bomb-proof treble. Uh, so this is a part of the show that everyone tunes in for. Um, you know, this is the part of the show where me and Tom. We pick three teams each, usually, combining them in a juicy treble. However, last time on the international break, we decided to do a joint treble. Would you know that that actually won? Uh, It came out, we won between 60 and £70. So, you know, we're hoping to do that again. We're hoping to repeat the trick uh, as we put our heads together. Okay, Tom, so we are going to go for who? You're going to have a pick, yep. I'm going to have a pick, and then we're going to have a joint pick. So if you want to reveal who you've decided to go for.
0: Dun, dun, dun. Okay, so my pick for this week's bombproof Proof Treble is going to be Exeter, away at Carlisle, and they're a big price of nine to five.
1: Excellent. Okay.
0: Excellent. My pick,
1: <laughs> like it. <laughs> My pick is staying in League Two and staying away from home. And I'm going to go for Coventry. They're away at Barnet. They're priced at seven to five. And then we decided there'll be no surprises uh, that our joint pick is going to be Notts County. Uh, we touched on them. We think they're going to be the biggest bankers of the weekend. Um, as mentioned, they're one to two. They're at home to Forest Green, and that returns
0: a big, big hundred and one pounds. So that's off ten pound stake. Um, so big returns, considering that we've got a, a one to two in there.
1: Yeah, big time. Uh, you know, it always helps that you, you we, know, we picked a couple of away sides. But yeah, like one to two. I was expecting a little bit less, actually. To so, you know, essentially what we've done. In our bombproof treble, we've got fourth in the league, second in the league, and top of the league. So we've gone for you know teams that are flying high, pretty much. Yeah. So yeah, I'm very surprised that uh, all three of those teams, and like I said, to say the lowest one of them is fourth, that's a that's a beautiful return.
0: It is. Um, I'd I'd also like to point out with League Two. I think this has probably been the most predictable league this season so far in terms of how the results have gone against how you'd expect them to go. So picking the top teams in League 2 is probably a bit safer than picking teams up there in League 1 where it's been a bit more unpredictable.
1: Yes. um, I think League 1's been great for value. Uh, I think League 1 is where we're getting our money's worth but League 2, like you said, seems to be coming back to us as a little bit more of a safer option.
0: Yeah, it does.
1: All right, guys. So obviously, we would love to hear from you. Uh, Many of you do get in touch with us across numerous platforms. We get feedback, we get, you know, words of thanks, we get words of encouragement, and we get criticism. And it's all welcome. It's all welcome. The best way to get in touch with us, you know, it is 2017 after all, and that is to hit us up on our Twitter account which is T underscore FB podcast. We both manage it. So you'll uh, grab one of us at one stage. We're on Facebook as well. So www.facebook.com slash football betting podcast. We have a website, www.footballbettingpodcast.co.uk. Tom, do you want to add a little bit on about the website whilst I'm on the subject?
0: Yeah, whilst I'm on the subject of the website, we're trying to make some big, big movements with with this at the moment, so we're setting up a forum. It's still under a bit of construction, so if you go on it at the moment, it does look a bit shitter than it will do within the next week or so. But what we want to do is just have a forum where everyone can go. We can discuss tips with each other, who we fancy. If you if you think we've tipped something on the podcast that you don't agree with, tell us why. If we if you think we've missed something out, that's the place where you can go and really share your own tips with us and and the rest of the profit chasing community.
1: Can I just say that sounds so beautiful. It sounds just a forum of everyone sharing tales of profit and tips. Oh, it sounds like a botanical garden. (laughs) It sounds beautiful. It does.
0: Absolutely beautiful. And I can't wait. So go on football betting podcast. That UK. Um, There's a big forum option in the header and you can sign up for free, become a member, post on the forum. uh, Please get involved. We'd we'd love it and really appreciate that.
1: Absolutely. Um, Just one more contact as well whilst we're on the subject. You can email us if you want to be nice and formal and confidential. uh, podcast at gmail.com Let's move on to fancy football. Um, We have a new person pending which is going to take the league to a staggering 40 members so it's, it's like a double premier league <laughs> which makes me feel better when i say that i'm pretty much mid table
0: i'm almost s- i am so mid table i'm 21st yeah. out of a, out of 40 you're, so
1: <laughs> you're perfectly mid table yeah i'm slightly slightly under mid table but just a little word. We have a new leader.
0: We do. So uh Niall McNally was winning last week. He couldn't hold on to it. Niall slipped down to fifth with a shocking game week. Sorry, mate, of forty two. Um Nick Spires at the Champions League. Yeah. Nick Spires with three four three is the current leader. And so yeah, well done Nick.
1: Yeah, well we're probably gonna do guys, even though uh, you know, we didn't discuss this at the top of the show we might throw in a little prize for the people that, uh, that, whoever wins the fantasy football. So, you know, we might do something like, we yeah. might give you a free bet on us or something like that. Yeah. Um, just to, you know, keep it interesting. So we might, you know, we'll, we'll go 50-50s on the money, me and Tom, and uh, yeah, we'll throw you a free bet. How's that?
0: Yeah, just a little incentive and a thank you to everybody, really.
1: I don't know what I'm doing wrong. Lacazette, loves scoring at home. He's got right at home let's make him captain no problem four points it's <laughs> it's not going for me the ball's just not dropping no right now it's uh, early days J- yeah. here in Trippier absolutely bloody carried me last week yeah you got nearly half my points
0: Jesus yeah <laughs> um, fair play to uh, our current say Nick who's currently winning he had Trippier he had Davis Ben Davis that is and Ducore for Watford, centre mid. So, God knows why Ducore is in there, but well done for having him in there.
1: Yeah, he's, he's got John Stones on the bench as well. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if he thought he was going to be injured, but, uh, yeah, Stones, he got him, got him eight points. So, yeah, it's, it's just a good bit of fun. And like I said, uh, officially we'll offer a free bet to whoever wins the podcast. Yeah. Uh, the, whoever wins the podcast. Whoever wins... <laughs> Pre- the Fantasy Premier
0: League. <laughs> um, I will put the league code into the description of this podcast. So if anyone wants to join, that's a new listener, or you've been listening for a while and you haven't joined yet, and you want to get involved with the fun, especially now that there's going to be a little prize at the end of it, the code for the league will be in the description of the podcast, or just ask us on Twitter or whatever.
1: Yes. Okay. Pretty much wraps up the show, I believe. Um, I believe thank it too everyone that tuned in especially with it being a international weekend Uh, we know there's not as much opportunity as usual but like we said we won on our last joint uh bomb proof treble so you know the omens are good
0: they are uh final word for me if you do enjoy the show we'd really appreciate it if you could go on itunes subscribe rate and review and just to help us on our way as well that would be awesome. So, nothing else left to say from me other than thanks for listening. Good luck for the bets of the weekend.
1: Yeah, 100%. Looking forward to seeing some winning slips come this Saturday. Definitely. Cheers, guys. Take care.